This episode of the Screenplay Writers Podcast is brought to you by Excel Pow Smoothies. Raw vegan smoothies that really get you fired up, especially mentally. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello again and welcome to episode 33 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. We are the Screenplay Writers. I am Ryan. Hey, what's up? Nathan here. And it is great to be here for episode 33 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the SCWP, uh, which we are pleased to bring pretty well every week now. Every week without fail. SCWP sounds like a radio station. SCWP, uh, you know, people like short forms. It's easier (laughs) to say sometimes. SCWP. Screenplay Writers Podcast. It's way fewer syllables to exactly. do the initials. So, you know, it's a bit of a way to make sort of a m- memorable, you know, quick way to say the name, which, you know, just in case people uh, are saying it back and forth to each other, they can just rhyme off the initials. Exactly. And if you're texting, it's kind of easier to just say SCWP as opposed exactly. to Screenplay Writers Podcast. It's just easier all around, Way really. easier. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Unless you do what I do, which is to have created shortcuts on your phone to just where it, I just type a few buttons and it automatically fills in Screenplay Writers Podcast. Yes. Short shortcuts yeah yeah me on the other hand i should look up that feature because i just have it kind of permanently copied on my phone screenplay writers podcast that's a good idea too that's That's a good idea yes and then you can just always just kind of paste it in there yeah because we've been sending out kind of mass texts uh every time an episode drops to everyone in our contacts like listen friends and family here's the link don't forget don't forget don't forget, please respond. That's what we usually say. <laughs> please respond ASAP that yeah. you listen to it. <laughs> you listen to or it. Or at least download it. And, and, and what's annoying is when people respond and it's, I know that they haven't listened to it because they say, oh yeah, sounds great. And it's less time than the episode itself. It's like, what did you listen to it on two oh, times yeah. speed? Yeah. They, they respond in 13 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, wait a second. Uh, that one was 1642 <laughs> or something. Yes, exactly. And it's just, yeah. it is annoying because then I know people are like trying to lie basically it's what i find uh sometimes i'm talking to people my friends you listen to the podcast yet and they're like either what's a podcast or i don't listen to podcasts yeah exactly and then i have to go to their computer get itunes start downloading podcasts hit subscribe hit download every episode it's this whole thing where you're asking them for their passcode your their apple id at this point yeah Mm -hmm. you're like recommending different podcast apps that work better than the usual iTunes one. And it's just like, yeah. it's frustrating. A lot of but work. At the end of the day, our listener count has never been higher. Yeah. I, our numbers are good. By, oh, they're climbing. By any standard. Yeah. By our standards anyway. Yes, by any standard that we have created, which is historically low. So uh, I would just say to cap things off, uh, 
rate and review if but don't feel pressured to yeah but, maybe don't but do i don't it, know but do, do it no, but do. don't yeah do. Uh, it's kind of up to you but please do yeah today we are going to talk about cliffhangers but first nathan have you seen any good movies lately doesn't have to be one with a cliffhanger could be anything anything yeah okay hmm doesn't have to, it doesn't have to have a cliffhanger no, absolutely not. Could be just straight up, no surprises. Could be right. a non-page turner. It's funny. Anything. It's funny because now that you have cliffhangers in my head, it's like I'm trying to think of one with a cliffhanger. Right. So that's what's tough, I guess, right now. Right. What I'm thinking. Yeah. Well. Because it's like. Uh, anything. Have we seen any movies? Not really yeah yeah, not, yeah. i haven't I yeah don't think lately but anyway been it's like that thing when you're like don't think about pink elephants or whatever have you yeah. heard of that yeah yep and then you just are thinking of pink elephants right it's all you can think about yep That's... now you just did it to me yeah now it's all I'm you're thinking, thinking about. of pink yeah, elephants yeah, yeah yeah trying to think what could i how, how could i make this work as a screenplay Pink elephants. Pink elephants. Dumbo. Dumbo esque. Yeah, Dumbo three. Um, the return of Dumbo. Yeah. Um, He's back. What, was there a Dumbo two? I'm just assuming that there was a Dumbo. There probably was. I, I've seen. I remember seeing Dumbo when uh, I was about four or five. Kind of a long story. I won't go into it. But how long could that story possibly be? Uh, very short. <laughs> More just in the, the expression long story. Oh, okay. Not really even a story there. Saw the movie. Yeah. I was just picturing a Dumbo 2 as like, you all often see that with Disney films where it's like the, they have the first classic one and then you find out later there was a sequel that was released like straight to VHS or DVD. Yeah. I remember that is the case with like Lion King and Tarzan. Right. But yeah, uh, we haven't seen any good movies lately. Yeah, no. Um, but been working on a lot of our own screenplays. Yeah, a lot of writing, a lot of uh, reworking, reworking Jim Rats right now. Yeah, I know you're. You've been working hard <clears throat> on uh, Undercover Lunch Lady. Yeah, Big Top surf- Circus. Big as Top well. Circus. Yeah, They're, those are looking very tight. Very tight. Yeah, um, yeah I have five or six on the go. Thirty uh, something chess master. I've rewritten sort of the critical climax scene of that seven or eight times in the past week. And I would say each one, I'm taking it up a notch. Yeah. Which is brings us to uh, one of our favorite segments, which is a hair's rule. Yep. And this one, I'll just, you know, Nathan and I have been talking about this a lot, but this hair's rule, Nathan, you can tell us more about it, but it, it's the up a notch rule. Mm-hmm. And why don't you explain to people what that is? Well, I would say when you're writing a screenplay and you uh, originally have a scene, you are you're going to naturally ground it because it's hard when you're writing a you're going to go to say a location or have an event that would happen naturally or make sense for the story. But when you're rewriting that's when you have the opportunity to take things up a notch. Up a notch. And that means that with every rewrite, you should be heightening every aspect of the screenplay, every scene, every moment, every beat, uh, to the point where it becomes unrecognizable to, to, to what it once was. Yeah. So, for example, in this scene right now with uh, Undercover Lunch Lady, it's uh, a scene where he's 
talking to his friend and he's describing and this is where he hatches the plan uh, if you, for those of you who aren't familiar with my, with my oeuvre with my work uh, essentially undercover lunch lady is about a divorcee a dad who in an attempt to reconnect with his kids becomes a lunch lady uh in disguise at, at the kids at school. the school kids right. school right but he hatches the plan with having beer with a friend mm. at a bar and initially that scene is they kind of like are talking and then they look over at the at the server that's coming towards them and then and they kind of look at each other with a knowing grin and then he enacts the plan to become an undercover lunch lady but i thought why not make this even more hilarious by having his friend be o- obama the movie mm. set in 2009 and yes. and have him hanging out in the white house mm. and instead of a regular server it's a, a white house worker donald rumsfeld y- yeah exactly or, okay or a white house server i like that or it's uh yeah or it's uh, one of obama's speechwriters john or podesta something. yeah yeah so uh that's just a simple idea of like just take things up and up because a lot of times with writers it's like we can make our scenes anything, right? Yeah. We can make our scenes anything. So why not make them the most insane, awesome stuff? You know, yeah. that's how yeah. I feel. Yeah. Love it. No, the, the up a notch rule has helped me get through a lot of screenplays um, to to kind of elevate each each draft. You know, you want it to be better and better and better. That's the key of the up, to, up, up a notch rule, which ultimately takes you to the destination which is top notch. Yeah. Top. You want to reach the top rung of top the up notch. a notch ladder, which is top notch. Don't stop until you get to the top notch. Yep. That's why it's called the top. Exactly. Speaking of up a notch, this episode is all about cliffhangers. And if there's one thing a good cliffhanger will do, it is take the intensity up a notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it does that by literally sometimes leaving you hanging, leaving yeah. you hanging. So it, it's you part know, of where the expression comes comes from. Exactly. The hanger part. I'm not so sure about the cliff part. Yeah, the cliff. I guess. Yeah. It, I mean, it's 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 leaving the person hanging on the cliff. Or could it be uh, could have been started by a guy named Cliff. Cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger. Probably. I guess hanger could be like a like a coat hanger yeah. as well. I bet it really relates to an actual cliff, mountain mm-hmm. mountain climbing sort of thing. So w- the idea of a cliffhanger is you're creating a scenario where you don't know what's happening next, but you really want to find out. If I could summarize a cliffhanger in a nutshell, that would be it. And often cliffhangers are used, you know, let's say in a book format where they'll end uh, a critical scene on the right-hand side of a page and then to find out what happens you got to start a new chapter let's say and flip the page okay classic example of a cliffhanger another classic example would be in television where they leave you hanging let's say uh, right before the commercial break with a cliffhanger and then you got to wait two and a half minutes three minutes uh, to find out the resolution. Or it could happen, you know, at the end of a season with a season-ending cliffhanger is yeah. a common, you know, setup where let's end the season on a really crazy note. They've, they've done the hair's rule of taking it to the top notch, uh, the, the intensity of a scenario, and 
they present something that's insane and it's leaving the viewers wanting more. And that's what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. So how does that fit into movies? <laughs> well, that's a good question, how it, how it fits into a screenplay. I, what you can do then is what you're going to want is to have a couple scenarios playing out simultaneously in uh, your screenplay. Let's say there's plot A and plot B. And so you can you can play each plot line off each other. Obviously they're interconnected plot lines, but you want you want let's say plot A raise the intensity hairs rule up a notch each, you know, scene and then l- l- stop that one on a cliffhanger and then shift to plot line B and play that out a little bit. Leave that on a cliffhanger. Then flip back to plot A. Play that out. See what happened. So see what I'm doing. Yeah, now? it's You're kind of an alternating, alternating. Yeah. I guess that's the thing is that with movies these days, not so much in the theater, but if you're watching on Netflix or uh, even, I guess, movies, they play them on TV, but you're kind of competing with everything else and you want to have those moments. It's kind of like with the chapter or the season hang with this with the season of TV. You want to have those moments where like you're keeping keeping the audience wanting to continue to watch that's that's uh, job number one job number one but also giving them space to chill out space phone, to chill is phone job breaks two. snacks etc yeah. so a good mixture of like cliffhangers but also dull boring intentionally yeah. banal scenes that yeah. will let the audience you know chill out watch a youtube video read a book yep they can Turn, just kind of have it on in the background. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's definitely the double bonus of the cliffhanger is A, uh, intensity, enjoyable intensity, and B, chill out time. Yeah. Um, yeah you absolutely nailed it. Uh, so, yeah. Let's do script surgery. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Script surgeries where we take an existing screenplay and we find out exactly what it could have done better. Diagnose it. Diagnose it. Find the problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> take a red pen to that screenplay. Yeah. And put it on rock and roll. Anesthetic. Yep. Put it so that it's ready to be surgically enhanced, uh, which is what we're doing. And so today on script surgery, we're talking about Cliffhanger, the movie. Uh, we, we thought, what's the ultimate cliffhanger movie? And of course, yeah, it was about the tenth or eleventh th- movie we thought of, to be honest. Yeah, place it was actually called Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger, the um, you know maybe l- early '90s screenplay uh, starring Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, as a climber who is literally hanging off a cliff. Yeah, um, so. I remember when this came out, my first thought was, boy, there's going to be some intense moments in this screenplay. They're going to be taking it up a notch at every possible opportunity. There better be a bunch of cliffhangers. Yeah. There better be. And did it deliver? Of course it did. Of course it did. It It was perfect. It was a pretty well flawless screenplay from start to finish. Uh, There were cliffhangers on, I would say, every third page. Every third page you kind of got this. And there was lots of chill out time too. Lots of chill out time, some down moments. Let the heart rate come down a little. You don't want to give every person a heart attack. You want that contrast. It's all about contrast. Absolutely. And 
it's you know this one's uh it passes all the check boxes of the hairs rules edge of the seat test up a notch cliffhangers accurate title everything mm-hmm. and i was thinking speaking of titles we have done an episode on titles and and this would have been a good one to chat about too because it's a textbook uh Tell them what to expect title. Mm-hmm. It's called yep. Cliffhanger. You're going to get cliffhangers. It would be the equivalent of calling a buddy comedy screenplay. Buddy comedy. Buddy comedy. Yeah. So. And yeah, it would be good for them. I think that they also probably had like a deal with cliff bars or whatever because they you, should if have you if can, they did. Yeah, if they didn't, that's a good idea. Maybe for the Blu-ray release, they can get on that. too. I'm picturing like a packaged thing where you get a cliff bar and you get the DVD mm-hmm. or you get the Blu-ray yep. of yep. Cliffhanger Maybe as well. Maybe some safety goggles yep. or something. Yeah, that's all. I always love when movies kind of do those special edition things Same. where you, you get gear and little merch. Yep. Um, so that would be a sweet idea and... It makes me think. It makes me want to go and maybe, you know, if Cliff Bar is doing Cliffhanger, maybe for our our little power bars, we... Excel power bars, we should partner with Excel. Excel. Microsoft Excel. <laughs> I'm sure we could get in on the 2018 Office release or something. Because that's interesting because I do find if I'm working on a complex spreadsheet, sometimes I do... You know, run out of fuel, mm-hmm. uh, mental f- and physical fuel, because a good long spreadsheet can take a while to set up, to format, to make it look super intuitive so that, let's say, I, I don't know where to, so I know exactly where to click. Mm-hmm. Because a, a bad, nothing worse than a bad spreadsheet where it's like, okay, yeah, there's a bunch of numbers, but where do I enter my variable values? Yeah. You I know just, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You don't want to write over top of stuff that you're not supposed to touch. Yeah. So... I just thought of a sweet ad for this it. this uh, this crossover, this collaboration. <laughs> it could be something like you when you're working on a spreadsheet with Excel, you bring your laptop charger. But do you bring a charger for yourself? Oh yeah. Introducing Excel mm. power, power bars. Power charger, power bar, redefining power yeah, bar. Yeah, and we and we could yeah. maybe make like you know like uh, Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. Or like, yeah. uh, we could make those out of like power out of the power bar mixture. I mean, it would kind of be hard, but to kind of make a charger, yeah. like so you could eat your charger. I like it. Electrical. Your here, here's your electrical um, conductor or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Maybe it plugs into your ear. Love. Anyhow, it. we'll figure out the details and. Absolutely love it. Let's do logline cage match. Today on Logline Cage Match, which is where we pitch each other ideas in a no-holds-barred format in which the other person can speak freely and honestly without any fear of offending the other person. It's all about getting the best ideas out there, and we're just brutally honest, and that's just our friendship can handle it at this point. That's how we roll. Today I've got one for you, Nathan. I'd like to run by you. It's called Belgrade Cafe. Nineteen men meet at a cafe to plan the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, kicking off the greatest war the world had ever known. Belgrade Cafe takes place in Belgrade, Austria. (laughs) Austro-Hungary. Pre-World War I epic... Can't believe this hasn't been made already, but yeah, this is all about the cafe. Idea. This is pre-war. This is, uh, 
Yeah, this is what happens, you, you know, art imitates life. We've been working so much, it's like... In cafes. Oh, yeah. We're cafe people. And that's Ooh. the thing. You got to write a screenplay about it. I'm surprised yeah. as the topic hasn't come up more, but I am I am so down. I would love to collaborate. I'd love to be a co-writer. We can talk. Story by. We can talk. We can do, we can go, let's go through the brainstorm session, uh, take it to whiteboard, and yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Sweet. What I'm picturing with this one is, um, uh, you know, a bit of humor. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's about World War One planning and assassinating Archduke Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't mean there can't be a few laughs in there. Don't you think they're laughing a little bit at the cafe? That's what cafes are for. Chatting, jokes, storytelling, raconteurism. Yeah. That's, that's what we bring be. to uh, Fire Hall. And that's what we bring to screenplays. And that's what we're going to bring to this one. Yeah. Fantastic. And then well, we ended that on a very positive note. I love sure it. Sure did, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel inspired. Good place to end it. Uh, another great episode to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, episode 33. Thanks, Nathan, uh, for yeah. being here. Um, yeah, challenge yourself when you're writing this week, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, DM us about uh, what sort of challenges you're doing, and maybe we'll get to them on the podcast. It'd be sweet. Love it. Sounds fantastic. We'll catch you next time on the Screenplay Writers Podcast. As always, keep your dialogue snappy. Always keep writing. Yeah.